Welcome to Creative Recovery Podcast, a community of artists, entrepreneurs, colorful creatives, and anyone seeking to reclaim self-expression. Creative Recovery is exploring what nourishes mind, body, and spirit in service of creative aspirations. Creative Recovery is opening to play, process, and the unknown. I am Brenna, writer, editor, and coach, empowering people to discover their voice and reclaim creativity. Please join this community as we journey into a deep process of self-discovery, exploring practices to awaken creative intelligence, connect to intuition, and live a life of purpose and joy. Welcome to episode six of Creative Recovery Podcast. It's with a little bittersweet um, emotion that I introduce Lou as uh, our guest today. She's um, transitioning out of the podcast and fully into her hypnotherapy practice. So this will be her last appearance on the podcast and I'll be hosting from here on out. But I'm really, really excited to have this conversation with her about the relationship between hypnotherapy and creativity. So Lou is a certified hypnosis practitioner and spiritual teacher. Her holistic approach brings a tailored experience that leads people to activate their creative intelligence and live a life of purpose. Born in Brazil, she was drawn to a healing path from a young age, inspired by her grandfather, an energy healer and herbalist. Her grandmother was an acclaimed artist whose paintings portrayed natural and spiritual figures. She believes that the alchemy of healing is in the balance between creative energy and intellect, and that by allowing this energy to move freely, we can access our most authentic selves. She offers hypnotherapy online sessions and hosts a group support for women based on the spiritual principles of the book, A Course in Miracles. So welcome, Lou. Oh, thank you, Brenna. You're so, you're so amazing. <laughs> I know it's hard. Um, well, first of all, uh, uh, this transition to uh, be... Um, Working as a hypnotherapist has taken a lot of my energy. I, we always talk about creative recovery being um, a space of, uh, of allowance and self-discovery. And I think that's the beauty of this project. It has its own life. It's not mine. It's not yours. It is what it is, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um, and we, are, we always talk about being present and being sincere with ourselves, right? And I think, and I think we are here discovering that, discovering how to be in the present and how to be uh, sincere with ourselves in the moment. And we don't know what's going to happen, but at this moment, this is uh, the configuration is going towards this direction. But that's the beauty of this project, and and I think we should always cultivate this awareness of um of allowance right that's so beautifully put and i'm extremely grateful to have had the opportunity and pleasure of recording 
five, six episodes with you <laughs> on this podcast. And I'm really looking forward to launching it. Um, however, however it unfolds as I host. So, and you do um, it beautifully. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Certainly a um, growth experience for me um, mm -hmm. as well. So tell me, why did you decide to become a hypnotherapist? Yeah, so since uh, I was a child, I, I, I was surrounded by uh, healers and, and metaphysical books. My, my parents had all types of tapes and books. I think since like 10 years old, I was listening to tapes to do uh, astral projection and hypnosis <laughs> as well. So I think uh, I denied this path for a long time and I went to the art word I, I I became an actress I, I went to I graduating in performing arts and I had a long career as an actress but I felt this deep emptiness and and, and, and lack of uh, purpose at some point I, I became a person that I, I was not enjoying and I felt that uh, the the healing path the spiritual path was not integrated in my life and so many years ago, more than 10 years ago, I started to bring this to my life. And at some point, I, I felt that I wanted to release the ego career and fully immerse myself into service. Then, and, and I think hypnotherapy is a, just a practical tool to facilitate healing, but it's one of them. And I'm passionate about, but it's, it's just a, a great tool to help people. And, and also help myself. Can you talk a little more specifically about what is hypnotherapy and what is hypnosis? Yeah, that's great. Um, hypnotherapy is a, a system that helps us to access our inner resources and, um, and, and release wrong perceptions of the mind. So it is sometimes people think that uh, hypnosis is just uh, um, moving from negative thinking to positive thinking. But actually, I, I like to think that it's more about releasing wrong perception and coming in direction and moving towards right perception. And, 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 and we are just um, creating the conditions for this to happen. When you say right and wrong thinking, what do you mean specifically? Like, what's an example of wrong thinking? Yeah, wrong thinking would be our conditionings, our limiting beliefs, all the borrowed thoughts that are not necessarily our thoughts. It's, it's what we, we gain. It's the, it's the conditioning that we've been carrying through our uh, childhood and, yeah. and they actually are not, uh, they are not authentic to us and, and, and they limit us and they limit our potential, our full potential. So the beauty in hypnotherapy is how can we release this old conditioning or old patterns, behaviors, perceptions that sabotage us so we can actually be full, be, be connected with our full potential and connected with our authentic self. Sign me up. <laughs> that sounds, <laughs> that sounds exactly what I need. Um, can you, <laughs> can you talk a little bit about the process of putting someone into a hypnotic state and kind of, you spoke a little bit about some of the benefits um, being, you know, releasing limiting beliefs, but can you talk a little bit 
more specifically about that process and, and its benefits, maybe beyond just um, kind of letting go of limiting beliefs? Yeah. So the altered state of mind that, that we call trans state is basically a, a deep relaxation of the, this logical mind, the monkey mind, this the analytical mind. And so when we are able to relax that and, and we, our senses actually flourish. And when we relax this analytical and logical mind, we are able, we are more susceptible to healing suggestions. We are more susceptible to access other realms of consciousness. We can access the subconscious memories and that is the seat of feeling and imagination. So the hypnotic state is basically uh, a, it's basically a space where we are decreasing the defense mechanisms that we leave most of the time, that we are operating uh, during the day that we are operating in our daily lives. And when we are lowering these defense mechanisms, we are able to experience um, the deep mind we can we and then we are able to to access our creative intelligence as well can you talk a little bit more about the creative intelligence and sort of getting access to that and and this what you call the deep mind yeah so we have let's see that we have three levels of the mind we have the conscious mind that is this logical mind that we are operating right now for example the doer right then we have the subconscious where the subconscious is like a computer. It has stored all the memories, the beliefs, our conditionings. Within the subconscious mind, we have the superconscious, which is our higher intelligence, our creative intelligence, our higher self, connection with divine, uh, the field of infinite possibilities. So to access this field of infinite, infinite possibilities, we must uh, open space for that. And we open space by releasing these conditionings that are stored in the subconscious mind. And this condition, and, and, and the subconscious mind is the feeling mind. So we address the subconscious by, by digging deeper into the emotions that we have there, that we have suppressed or repressed there. So it's really interesting that the creative mind comes from the same place that the limiting beliefs also originate where the limiting beliefs also originate mm -hmm. the subconscious yes i read that the the, the subconscious is synthesized create creativity and the superconscious is inspired creativity so the difference is that this because the superconscious the, the subconscious is like a computer you can easily program so you can easily give suggestions and commands to help mm. you but the superconscious is this big field of infinite intelligence and and that you it's not you don't program that it's just it is what it is it's just divine uh, energy it that's, is creativity that's so fascinating so i'm i'm wondering do people when you put them in a hypnotic state is the point that they sort of get familiar with the state that they can then access it when they're not in hypnosis is kind of kind of like meditation training the mind mm -hmm. while you're in meditation you're training the mind to to bring yourself back to your breath bring yourself back to your body 
And then when you're in your life, your daily life, you, you have a muscle memory of that, Mm -hmm. um, return to, to, to the body and to the breath. And so you, you know, you can become present more easily with the practice of meditation. Is that, is it like that for hypnosis? Yes, totally, totally. Uh, the difference between meditation and hypnosis is that uh, in, in meditation, we might uh, cultivate the stillness and in hypnosis, we cultivate stillness and suggestion. We, we, we add the suggestion and the suggestion is what is going to help us maybe to get some healing or to achieve a goal or to be more creative, to finish the book. And, 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 and so that, that's maybe the subtle difference, but is, is you're right. is a muscle memory and everyone, everyone is capable of um, accessing this state of hypnosis. It sounds like such a superpower, you know, to, to be able to reprogram yourself and really let go of getting in the way of yourself. I know. I, I was reading yesterday. I, I actually sent to you. I was reading Krishnamurt yesterday. And there is a, a quote that I would like to read for you that I love it. And I think it's so um, aligned with what we always talk here. As long as you are attempting to be creative within the field of your conditioning, you cannot be creative. So what he's saying is that uh, creativity yeah. is not so creativity is not in the realm of um, um, fear uh, when we are trying to please others when you are trying to it's not a technique it's not it's not to to uh, uh, master a technique creativity is a state of being hmm. and, and it, it, it is something that is so bigger and so larger than we think and I think that's the, I, I, that's the beauty of hypnosis to me. It's the possibility of releasing this conditioning and be truly creative. Creatives start studying their craft mm-hmm. intensely, you know, technique, which, um, you know, which has a lot of value and is important in, um, you know, in creating something. But sometimes they get so focused on that, that, and on comparing themselves with people who have, studied the technique longer and maybe are, you know, faster at it or um, can do it for longer periods of time or are more nimble in it. And so there's that, that critic steps in and I can definitely see how that's not really, that's not the place from which we create. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I was, uh, I, I'm listening to autobiography of George O'Keefe, the autobiography of George O'Keefe. Oh, she's so, she's, so, she's so wise. Yeah, yeah. And then she talks a lot about, uh, about creating for herself first, about um, finding beauty and, and, and merging into that beauty. Mm-hmm. First of all, before even showing to anyone before even trying to please any specific standard right and then I think I was reflecting yesterday about this creative state of being that we talk a lot here and and it and again is not about the product it's about this it's about this connection with the field yeah, Georgia, I'm happy you mentioned Georgia O'Keefe because I've I've read 
little essays that she's written on the creative process and they're brilliant. Um, and I'll, I, I'll put them in the show notes, but yeah, oh, she's, yeah, I want to read. Yeah. She's really, she's quite articulate about process and um, creative process and really devoted herself, her life to that. So I'm wondering, I want to back up a bit. You mentioned how the process of hypnosis can, can help us connect more to our senses. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit more about that and the benefits of that. Mm, that's a great question. When we are in hypnotic state, we are actually, because we are, re- we, we have this relax the, the, the logical mind, we are more susceptible to experience our other senses that most of the time we are not even aware of. And this can help, uh, can, it stimulates the subconscious and we, we can, for example, uh, deliver suggestions to the subconscious, uh, exploring the senses. Uh, so you can say to a client, for example, uh, that wants to uh, finish a book, for example, and, uh, and there is, he has a connection with a specific smell that brings a, a great sense of uh, peace and joy. And if you link the sensation with a, with a healing suggestion, with a positive suggestion, uh, this becomes a, a, body, a mind-body connection. Right? That's because beautiful. It becomes real. So in hypnosis, we can play with the senses. And, and, and then actually that's the idea, is the idea is that we are fully... Um, we are embracing our, our potential, our, our senses. Yeah. It's a gateway. It's, it seems like it's a gateway to entering the memories and the stories that are in the body Yeah, that are stored in the body, um, in memory that we can access through, um, sensory connection, Mm -hmm. you know, like whenever I smell coffee, yeah. Whenever my partner makes coffee, I, I always, the, it's a very comforting feeling. It brings up these, I don't even drink coffee, but it brings up these feelings of deep comfort and safety because my mom made coffee every morning as a kid. And my sense of safety is deeply connect and sense of peace is deeply connected to my mother and the times that I had with her. I mean, she's still alive, but the times I had with her as a child and so um, smell as, I mean, a lot of research has uh, shown that, that smell in particular is one of the, um, it's a sense that's most deeply connected to memory. Yes. Um, so, and, and, you know, the creatives, you know, whether you're painting or writing or dancing, you're processing your experience and making sense of your experience and your experience is memory, your experience. I mean, memory, body memory, um, sensory memory, um, you know, imaginative memory. That's, that's kind of what we are an accumulation of our, of our past experiences. Yes. I love that. I really love that. I think that's um, a very, it's very deeply tied to the creative process. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that access to the senses into the body memory through that. Totally. I'm curious. I've heard a lot about past life reg- regression and mm-hmm. 
its connection to hypnosis. Uh, and so I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about what is past life regression and the benefits of um, accessing it. Mm, I love this subject. It's actually one of my favorites because uh, when when I did uh, my first session in, in past life, uh, it was so revealing and was like life-changing to me. And I'm so glad to be able to provide this and offer this to my clients as well. It's interesting to think uh, that uh, when you visit um, a past life regression, you go with a question that is it's a it's a you 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 have a concern about this experience that you are having right now and then we go back we ask your subconscious to bring you back to a life that is the cause or the root of this issue and then it's a lot of things are revealed in this process and sometimes we can even bring back some gifts or talents from other from other lives that we are not using right now, or we can release the fear-based thinking, or we can release a lot of the the disruptions or the the conditionings that are preventing us from flourish or from moving forward in life. It's it's uh, it's so beautiful to see that um, we we know so little about ourselves, we know so little about our existence. And when we go, we are able to see your experience, your past experiences, your past existence. We have a, a broad view about why we are here, why we're doing what we are doing, and uh, what's the purpose of that. So, so bringing this clarity helps the creative process a lot because it releases a lot of uh, conditioning, fear, uh, worries and, and 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 you can bring uh, also sometimes people think that when you you they are fearful of seeing the past because they are fearful of seeing um, past trauma but actually what I've been seeing with my clients is that a lot of the times the subconscious is bringing the person to uh, a memory that is actually helpful to this lifetime so the subconscious really knows what is beneficial to you, to us. Yeah. And also accessing some of that trauma, it's, it's healing. Mm -hmm. It's, he, you know, when we shed light on the parts of ourselves that we've compartmentalized because they're painful, mm -hmm. they, they, they grow into something else. They grow into something else. It's, 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 it's healing. It aids mm -hmm. our personal growth. Mm -hmm. And you bring understanding to that. Right? Yeah. I love what you said about we, we really don't know the depths of who we are. We, we think we know. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's, you know, that's really where we kind of get ourselves into trouble mm -hmm. um, is thinking that we fully know ourselves more than half of our, our life is really um, totally unaccessed. You know, like in, in sleeping where a lot of people don't necessarily, you know, access the dream state um, or in just subconscious thoughts that are happening at the same time that we're awake. Yeah. And, and we live in a society that uh, we are not, uh, this is a subject that is not natural or normal to talk about it. It's just, it's in the realm of, uh, um, it is something that is distant to us. 
uh, the monks, for example, the, the monks are the ones that can access it, that they, they go to altered states and they access their past lives. Uh, in the Western, we see hypnosis, uh, past life regression, but it's not something that uh, we all talk about. It's not something that is it's part of our uh, conversations. And I believe that uh, this, is, this is part of the awakening process, is to know who we are and to know why we are here. The beauty of past life is that we discover that for each life, there is a simple lesson that we need to learn and, and transcend the whatever we need to transcend. But, and, and, and uh, when things become so uh, clear, things become easier. And when we are in the conscious, we are just uh, worrying about everything or we are just creating so many narratives about so many things. And actually for each life, we have uh, a specific lesson that we must learn and it's beautiful to see. So I've been watching a lot of clients going through their past lives and it, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. How do you think the body collects experience and stores it? Like, does the body, is the body the subconscious? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. The subconscious, uh, the, our bodies are subconscious. And bringing a spiritual perspective, uh, the only reason that we are in the body is because we still have the ego. We still, we still believe in the body. The only reason that we are in the body is because we believe in the body and we believe in this physical uh, realm. And, uh, and once we transcend the idea of me, right? Uh, private mind, uh, ego, desire, we, we don't need to come to the body. So the subconscious is basically all this um, stored ideas, narratives, memories, and conditions that we've been carrying throughout our lives throughout many lives that's amazing that's so amazing um yeah thank you for for thank you for the work you do serving people and also for talking about it it's just it's so fascinating um i'm wondering what practices do you recommend uh to your clients uh to say expand creativity one of the things that i always i often uh ask my clients to do is Write down a question before sleep and uh, ask your subconscious mind to give the answer or to reveal something to you. So you can ask anything. You can ask what's my purpose, uh, what's the pain that wants to be painted, what's the book that wants to be written, and just allow this process to unfold without judging it. And then the second phase of this is embodying what the subconscious or your unconscious mind is bringing to you. And that's the biggest challenge because we have a lot of fear and uh, um, uh, I would like to share a story with you that um, I uh, sometimes I also ask to my subconscious uh, I want to learn something today tonight I want to learn something and then sometimes I learn something about I I a lot of thing. A lot of times, I, I learn things about plants. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, this plant is medicinal property, mm -hmm. so I'm I'm really connected to the to nature. And um, so one day, I was asking uh, my subconscious to show me uh, the paint that wants to be painted. And then I, I had a dream with uh, a wave full of penguins, 
And wow. the feeling of this dream was really emotional and exciting. And I decided to paint with, without thinking too much, overthinking, and for sure, releasing the inner critic. I don't have the skills. I don't. I don't. I don't have the right. Um, so I think the biggest challenge is to start embodying and honoring what is being revealed to mm. you. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, thank you. I love that idea of asking your subconscious like a question or, you know, if you're struggling to make a decision, whether it's a creative decision or a life decision, asking your subconscious that question before bed. And then do you, do you feel like you wake up with, with answers or is it sort of all over the place or do you journal the answers? Yes, then uh, I have a, a dream journal that I prepare throughout the years that it helps people to uh, analyze their dreams or the subconscious speaks through image. Most of the time we'll have a, a lot of metaphors and there are ways in which you can learn how to uh, get more clarity from the dreams. And um, I always send to my clients this dream, this step-by-step how you can get more information about your dream and how you can synthesize the main message. And that's really, in hypnosis, we can access a lot of dream. We do a lot of dream work in hypnosis. And that's actually one of my passions. I, I, I just love to work with dreams because, because just, they're magical and they, and they can guide us you know, in different ways. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, so amazing. I love dreams too. Um, and I'm only starting to tap into the potential, um, the creative potential that that's in my dreams. I, I didn't do a lot of dream work growing up or, or even as an adolescent or, you know, young adult, um, and I'm, you know, starting to, to, to really explore that realm now. And it's really fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's fun to, um, you know, to, to kind of look at something that feels random and see the connection and the meaning and to make sense of it, you know, mm -hmm. to make sense of it um, to you, to you personally and to your personal life. Yeah. I had a teacher that he used to say, uh, you are the master. You, you, you have the answer. So we have this idea that I, I have to bring my dream to a, an, an analyst and he will say to me what this dream means. And actually that's not the, the point. The point is that how can you dive into your dreams and, and explore the answers and you can journal about, you can ask to the dream characters, you can ask to the cloud, what do you mean? Like, what what's the message you were bringing to me and 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 journal about it and always synthesized what's the main message and what's the main action because every dream is asking for an action so and that's the embodiment part it's, mm -hmm. it's how you you honor your dream and can be a big action can be a, a small action but dreams are asking that we create this uh, that we integrate the unconscious into the into our lives right that we bring this um union and what an empowering thought that we are the masters of our own healing exactly wow it's yeah. so mm -hmm. empowering um well thank you so much for talking about hypnotherapy and your work as a hypnotherapist um so where can people find you 
Yeah, so my website is lucami.com, Instagram, lu.cami. I offer self-discovery calls if um, anyone is interested to learn more about hypnotherapy sessions. I also offer a group for women, group support for women. We meet twice a month and we, we dive into the teachings of the Course in Miracles as well. Mm. Can you talk a little bit about Course in Miracles and that offering? The Course in Miracles is, uh, brings uh, universal spiritual concepts. It uses a, a Christian language, but uh, I, I like to, to bring understanding to, to these teachings in a, in a broad way. So in, in a way that is not related to any religion. So we dive into the concepts of basically the Course in Miracles. Is all, it's all about releasing the ego thought system and returning to our full awareness, returning mm -hmm. to spirit. Mm -hmm. And it, 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 it helps me a lot. And I think I, I never found something that really resonates with me and helps me um, to, to reflect about my, my own purpose and my own existence. It's mm. really beautiful. Thank you. And on Instagram, you can follow Lou at lou.kami. And she often posts images of her watercolor paintings, which are stunning. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I highly recommend checking her out on Instagram. Thank you, Brianna. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you.